They say that a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Well, generally that's a true statement. But in this case, there really isn't much mind left in D. Scott's head anyway, so the only thing we're really wasting here is your time. Welcome inside the mind of D. Scott. Ladies and gentlemen, we are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. Here we go, another episode of Inside the Mind of D. Scott. Hard to believe this is episode number 67. If I've done all the math right on the uh, on the podcast, I, I looked at the home base where I uh, where I store all of these and upload them so they can get distributed to all the platforms. And uh, it says episode 67, although I think I might have messed up inside somewhere, but I haven't gone back to check. So as far as I know, this is episode 67. I definitely appreciate everybody that listens to this ridiculousness. I know it's been a minute since I've had any guests on the show. I do want to get Gaz on. He had me on his podcast, so I want to return the favor and get him on this one. Um, his podcast, by the way, is called Getting There with Gaz. You can find it on pretty much all the platforms that you get your podcast on. He's also on YouTube, which is pretty dope because you can watch the video of it. Uh, he had me on if you want to go back and watch that one. That was fun. That was a lot of fun to be on his podcast and uh, just kind of BS about radio and my journey through it and then, of course, um, kind of where I think radio is headed and what needs to be done to keep this platform that I love so much relevant. And I don't mean the podcasting part of it. I mean the actual radio on air stuff. (laughs) Excuse me. Whoa. Anyway, uh, if you want to go ahead and share this one or uh, all of the podcasts, I would definitely appreciate that. And if you haven't done so already, mash that subscribe or follow or like button, wherever it is that you're listening to the podcast on. So every time I drop a new episode, uh, you're you're made aware that it's coming. So and you're like, oh, look at that. D. Scott talking about stuff again. But no, seriously, um, thank you so much for for listening to this. Uh, that, that's really all I can say about that. Been kind of busy, but not super busy. Uh, staying busy with the new girlfriend, enjoying life with her and um, just kind of hanging out with her every single day, which is which is an amazing feeling. I, I love being able to see her every single day. I've had relationships in the past where that was not a possibility or just did not happen. Uh, I love being able to see her all the time and uh, just spend time with her because every time I spend with her, every minute of the of, of the time that I'm spending with her, that came out weird. All the time that I spend with her is is an amazing time. So I'm <clears throat> um, kind of having a hard time putting thoughts together. I'm a little bit tired today. Uh, woke up at 3.30 this morning, was up till 5.30 for no apparent reason whatsoever. Last time I had that happen. Oh, by the way, I'll get back to the relationship thing in a second. I just got sidetracked. Last time I woke up for three, at 3.30 in the morning for no apparent reason, uh, the next day I got some really, really bad news about my ex-brother-in-law passing away. So I don't know. I have not heard anything thus far today. I'm recording the, the this episode on the 22nd of August. It's like almost 11.30 in the morning. I haven't heard anything yet from anyone, so... That is a good thing. Uh, so far, everybody that I'm aware of is uh, is healthy and safe, which is good. But it, it just kind of freaked me out a little bit to be up like that this morning and go, oh, no, what the hell happened now? You know what I'm saying? But anyway, uh, back to the relationship. Everything is going great. Um, I, I I could not be happier with my new girlfriend. Uh, is she new at this point? Like, should I keep calling her with my girlfriend? Just with my girlfriend. She is not my new girlfriend. and uh, And as far as I can tell... And I'm hoping uh, she's not going anywhere for quite some time. I uh, I love the feeling that I have with her. And uh, I've made her aware of all of this. We talk about it all the time because we both feel extremely uh, blessed. Hashtag blessed on this one or uh, hashtag stuck, depending on which one of us you ask. But uh, no, this 
this relationship is uh, is one of the most comfortable ones I've had in a very, very, very long time. And we both aren't exactly huge fans of the word comfortable when it comes to relationships, but that is the best way I can describe how I feel with her. I'm not comfortable in, like, you know, not trying anymore. Like, I don't see that happening. Like, I want to keep her as happy as I possibly can with me. And uh, it's it's going really, really well. Like, really, really well. And all my friends keep telling me, don't screw it up, D. Don't screw it up, D. I'm like, thank you. Thank you for the positive vibes. I appreciate that. Um, so that's just a quick little update on what's going on in my relationship world. Other than that and spending time with her, which has been absolutely fantastic. Pretty sure I said that already. I played golf yesterday. First time since I've been back from my trip to uh, Florida that I played golf. And I played yesterday like I haven't played in two and a half weeks. Like, like seriously. Uh, let's see. I shot a 46 on the front, and that was with four pars, which uh, the other five holes did not go well. I had three double bogeys, a bogey, and a triple bogey. Uh, the back nine, I had one par. Everything else was either bogeys. I had, uh, let's see, I want to say six bogeys that I remember. I had a double on the 10th hole, uh, a par on 16, and I want to say a double on 18. I, I did not play well at all, but I had a great time. The group that I played with, excuse me, um, very good friends of mine, uh, Brian, Brian Dillman, who is one of the greatest humans I have ever encountered in this, in this world. Um, haven't played with him in probably three and a half, four years. So it was nice to get out with him. My buddy, Paul, my bear, my buddy chops who does not play golf, but we had fun anyway. He had a great time. We played an extremely challenging course, which was probably not the best thing for him, but you know what? He hung in there and, uh, and we all had fun. That was really what it was all about. I will say that uh, Dillman shot two over on the back, which was which was fantastic. He had a 46 on the front and then a 38 on the back, um, or maybe it was a 37. I'm not. I don't remember if it's a par 35 or par 36 on the back, but he played really, really well. I mean, he turned around his back nine, and uh, it was it was great though. We had a lot of laughs, a lot of fun, uh, which was really what it was all about. I was not upset with the way I played. I wasn't happy with the way I played, but I didn't leave the golf course angry at myself for playing poorly. I, I left there smiling and, and just know that I had a great like four and a half hours with three of my better friends that I have on this planet. So uh, it was it was a great day. Other than playing golf, let me go back to uh, the relationships thing. Last weekend, my girlfriend's daughter, who plays travel softball, and uh, I'm relatively new to the travel softball world, although I'm involved in it a little bit through my my uh, my experience with HHG Halix Hitting Garage. Um, so I'm getting a little bit more into it, but, uh, so she had a tournament out near Boston. Um, and I was not scheduled to go. Like I, I say that like, all, like all of a sudden I have like all these plans and I'm some big shot. No, I was not supposed to go. She did not expect me to go. Uh, they get out there Friday, uh, played on Saturday and my youngest and I, my youngest daughter and I went out, drove out to, it was like three hours and almost, almost three hours, um, to get there. And uh, we drove out and surprised them for their last game, which was which was a lot of fun. Although I'm new to the softball world, I was uh, unimpressed with the parents from the other team that my girlfriend's daughter was playing against because we were all sitting out there. And don't it, it was hot. Like it was it was not a comfortable day to just stand there and watch softball. Although we enjoy, I enjoyed it. Um, and now I find myself watching games a little bit different because I'm a little bit more awake to uh, pitch selection and stuff like that. Stuff I'm all learning. For, or stuff I'm learning from my buddy Matt with Halleck's Hitting Garage. 
Um, so anyway, let me get back to the other parent story because I come from a, a really, really, it's a different world, but an extremely competitive world of competitive dancing with my youngest daughter. And I have never seen anything like this where there was a pop-up to short. Right now, keep in mind, this is like a 17 and under league that we're playing in. The pop-up to short and the, te- the parents from the other team are yelling, I got it, I got it, I got it, trying to distract the shortstop so that she misses the ball. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, these are kids playing softball like it's not that it's not that big a deal like calm the f- down like, are you kidding me and it, it, it took all of me to not say anything although the parents that I was uh, sitting with and watching the game with from my girlfriend's daughter's team had some stuff to say and I was I, I couldn't blame them whatsoever and I w- it was just it was just really weird like I, I I can understand like when you go to a professional baseball game or something like that, and you heckle the players while things are going on. That's a little bit different. Like, those are professional ball players. Those people out there on the field, you know, whether it be the Yankees or Red Sox or, or pick a team, you know, they don't really hear the crowd. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they can hear and feel it because they're playing in front of 50,000 people. But, on t- but they don't hear the people yelling or trying to distract them and stuff like that because those guys have been playing for so long and they're so good at what they do. They can concentrate in situations where a 17 or 16 year old child might not be able to do that. So these people yelling, I got it, I got it was just I was just kind of like dumbfounded by the fact that they did that. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like, come on. Like, I don't remember. Like, I I played competitively uh, when I was younger, (laughs) not not to the level of some of my friends that played. But I did play on some travel teams, travel all star teams and stuff like that. And uh I don't ever remember the parents yelling at us when from the other team, like the other team might have yelled some stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like the kids did all the trash talking on the field, but I don't remember the parents trying to yell so much and distract the kids. So I thought that was kind of was kind of cheap, like real, real, just like Bush League type stuff. And then I guess the next day they ended up playing uh, against each that, that same team. And there were some issues after the game, rightfully so um, some bad calls from the umpires and stuff like that, which. You know, bad calls happen, bad umpires come around, and uh, but apparently this this ump was really not that good. So it, I'm, I'm kind of glad that we left that day. You know, we, we traveled out, we watched the game, surprised my girlfriend and her daughter and uh, supported them and then went and drove home, which was, <laughs> you know, it's, it's rare that you're going to find me ever driving six hours round trip to, uh, to surprise somebody, but I definitely did that this uh, you know, as I get sidetracked again, this girl's definitely got my heart. Like I, she's definitely got my heart and, uh, I would pretty much do anything to put a smile on her face. Not pretty much. I will do anything to put a smile on her face. So it feels, that feels awesome. But listen, and to go back to the, the travel softball thing, if your kids are involved in that stuff, like, man, just, just calm down. Like, it's not that serious. The kids are playing a game. Like, I understand you want to win, but let the kids play the game and, and, you know, win or lose on their own. Like we don't need adults acting like kids trying to distract kids while they're playing a, a, a game. Like, it's a game. Let them have fun. Let them enjoy it. And win or lose, let them make sure. You know, it, obviously losing sucks, but I would rather just lose the game than be the parent that was like, oh, I distracted a child and they missed the ball. I feel so good about myself. Like, what went wrong in your life that you got to do some shit like that? Like, seriously, you're, you're distracting a child. Do you When you get done with that, do you go home and feel good about yourself thinking that, oh, my goodness, I yelled at a 16-, 17-year-old child and they misplayed a ball and we got on or we scored a run because of it. Like, that's that's just that's just cheese. That, that's just Bush League. I, didn't even, I couldn't even come up with a word with that 
for that without like really, really cursing. And I'm trying my best not to curse so much on this podcast anymore. But it's like, do you really like how do you go home and feel good about yourself? How do you do that? You know, that's like going to a dance competition and being out in the crowd with like a mirror and trying to, you know, reflect the light into the kid's eyes so that they mess up their dance steps. Like, oh, I will throat punch you if you do that to my child. And and seriously, and then to, for the fact that those parents were surprised that the parents of my daughter's girlfriend's, my girlfriend's daughter's team were reacting to them and like angry about it. And they kind of looked over at us like, why are y'all mad? And it's like, are you kidding me? Like, dude, that's just, that's, that is, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm getting brought up on assault charges for do, you doing that. That's, that's Bush League. I can't say that enough. That's Bush League. And I understand you, y'all are competitive. Let the kids play the game. Like, stop it. Stop it. And I talked to Matt about it. Matt's like, yeah, that's competitive. That That's softball. Like, parents get crazy, and it's it's weird. And I'm like, it is weird. Like, I don't, it's just, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with it. Like, I, I, I just, come on. Like, just let the kids play the game. I really don't have any other point other than just let the kids play the game. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what else? What else we got going on in my world? Like, that's pretty much it. I haven't really done a whole lot of other stuff other than just, like, kicking it with my girlfriend and enjoying it. Meeting some of her friends. She's been meeting my friends. Everybody seems to like me and or her. My friends, absolutely. The ones that have met her absolutely love her, which is which is fantastic. That makes it more comfortable. Uh, other than that, I think that's kind of it. I know we're preparing for a... Uh, Hurricane Henri today, the, the French hurricane. I'm not quite sure what to expect from this hurricane, or has it been downgraded to a tropical storm? I'm not sure. I think I think um, areas south of us in the Connecticut area and stuff like that are going to get hit relatively hard. For, I, I saw earlier today that flooding had already started in uh, in Jersey, and, and Henri wasn't even there yet. So it's going to be an interesting 24, 48 hours here in uh, upstate New York. It's rare that we get any kind of tropical storm slash hurricane. Uh, when it does come through, though, I know we get hit pretty hard, and it, it causes some pretty bad devastation because we're not built for this kind of stuff up here. You know, I mean, I don't think anybody's really built for a hurricane anywhere, but especially up north where hurricanes and or tropical storms don't normally come through. So we're prepping for that. Don't really have anything going on on the, on the horizon. I got some uh, radio station things relatively soon i did get to uh, do a tri-city valley cats game not that long ago throughout a first pitch literally the last thing the fans saw was my first pitch which was unfortunate because after i got done uh, they put the tarps on the field and they called the game that was the uh, that was the amount of baseball action we saw that night was me throughout the first pitch and you know i i, I kind of cheaped it up and threw from in front of the mound i didn't go up on the mound but at least I didn't bounce the first pitch, which was which was good. It's the first time I've thrown the first pitch, and it made it to the plate. So I was I was proud of myself, even though I was a good nine feet from uh, <laughs> from where I normally throw it from. But uh, that's that's pretty much it, man. I don't really have a lot going on. I wanted to I wanted to touch on the 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 competitive sports thing and and just parents acting foolishly at these things, and that goes for anything, by the way. If your kids are involved in something competitive, whether it be cheerleading like my oldest daughter, dancing like my youngest daughter, competitive softball, competitive baseball, competitive basketball, you know, travel basketball or, or whatever the case may be, like parents, calm down, like cheer for your kids and cheer for your team. But don't go on some BS with the other, like against the other team. Like if they if your other team is is playing well or whatever, how about you cheer for the other team and not not cheer like make a ruckus about it, because obviously you're, you know. You want your kid's team to win, but like, how about you just feel good for that other team? You feel good for the the kids. Like they 
They gave it their all, and they're working just as hard as your kids or your team is. So maybe they just deserve to win. But how about you just keep your mouth shut and let the kids play the game? It's a game. Let them have fun. It's really what it's all about. It's one of the things we focus on with uh, Halleck's Hitting Garage is, is having fun when you're playing the game. Obviously, you want your kids to do the best that they can and put in the work and so that they improve. Because if you play better, you're going to have more fun you know, playing that game. So, I mean, that's, that's really it. Just parents, chill out. Seriously, I, I feel like a broken record. I think it's time to wrap this one up. Um, so that's pretty much it. Maybe we'll drop another one in a week or so. I know I've been slacking on putting out the podcast, so I, it, I'm sorry about that for the like six, seven people that listen um, religiously to the podcast. I, I do appreciate you. You guys are clearly my biggest supporters, and I appreciate all of you that, that check it out. But seriously, if you could share the podcast, if you could uh, tell your friends about it and be like, this dude is kind of... It's kind of all right. It kind of sounds like maybe not this one. Maybe this one was a little, uh, a little clumsy and a little repetitive. But what do you want? Golden, you know, golden podcast every single time. Sometimes my brain doesn't work right. When you got a two hour window where you were up in the middle of the night and then go back to sleep till eight o'clock in the morning. I got like five hours of sleep last night. So whatever. Is that it? Am I done? Who am I talking to? Me? It's only me in the studio. I guess I'm talking to me, uh, a.k.a. my executive producer, a.k.a. my producer, a.k.a. the uh, the talent on the podcast. That's it. I do it all for this podcast. I am the show. Yay. Uh, thank you again for listening. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do something soon. Again, I'll drop another one soon, I think. Uh, we got to do... Oh, 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 Got that? Good. Okay. Listen, I do have another podcast that I'm involved in. Uh, it's called Psychic on the Scene. Everything from ghost stories to UFOs and, and aliens, the Bigfoot, anything that's uh, paranormal, supernatural, whatever the case may be. If you could, wherever you're listening to this podcast, Psychic on the Scene is also available on that platform. So if you could follow it, subscribe to it, uh, especially if you're involved, if, if you're into the paranormal or the uh, unexplainable, the supernatural, uh, psychics, stuff like that. How about you uh, subscribe and follow that one or like that podcast as well? It's uh, Katie Manning and Michelle lyons Polito, my two psychic friends that do the podcast. I am pretty much the background on that one. I, I do the production work. Every once in a while, I make an appearance on there saying something stupid or adding my two cents. But uh, it's a great podcast. It really is. And we actually have a spinoff coming for that one, too, a true, uh, true crime series that's coming for that one as well. So, uh, like I said, wherever you're listening to this podcast, that podcast, Psychic on the Scene, is also available. So uh, hit that one with a subscribe, follow, like, whatever the case may be. Uh, we'll do another episode relatively soon of this one. Again, I'm just talking in circles, so I'm going to go now. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. Definitely appreciate you. If you want me to touch on some topics or got any comments that you want to throw in, you can always shoot me an email. It's uh, dscottradio, D-S-C-O-T-T, radio at yahoo.com. I will, uh, I'll talk about whatever you want. You know, I'll, I'll give you my opinion on that one. I got no problem with that. That is it. All right? See you. Bye.